This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. If you don't know who I am, I am a yoga teacher. I live in Miami currently, going through it going through it, (laughs) going through the chaos, flowing through the chaos, whatever you want to call it. I love teaching yoga and I love talking about mental health and wellness and holistic healing and all the highs and lows that life has been throwing us. And I think that it's not just me, it's the collective that's going through it. So I'm just a vessel to help you guys realize that you're not alone with whatever you're going through and it's fun to connect and kind of shine awareness on sometimes the shitty things that happen in life and also embrace and shine light and happiness on the amazing things that happen in life. So it's about finding that balance. I'm going to make this intro short because this is kind of a longer episode. It's all about my chaotic few days or week and how I manifested to get my moon cycle finally and how I was actually on the verge of admitting myself to the hospital just to see if they could help me because my hormones have been really really out of whack to the point 
that I was in so much pain, so much discomfort and inflammation that I surrendered and was thinking about the worst case scenarios that could have happened and I was ready to just go to the hospital to be honest because I I can't I couldn't bear to think about going through another week like this so I am here to just share this crazy story that I felt really inclined to tell you guys about and I kind of talk about the situation that I'm going through with moving and finding a new home and a new apartment to rent and how my how my body kind of felt like it was breaking down and shutting down from the stress like I think that we get very wrapped up in our work and our projects and all these things and instead of allowing ourselves to just break down and and surrender and fall to our knees and talk to God and pray and just think like okay worst case scenario is going to happen I'm going to get through it and that's it I think that a lot of us are spiritually bypassing things and again it's okay to do that but not with everything and I today I just I had it and I am so happy that what happened happened and I finally got my moon cycle and I want to share with you just the build-up and the emotional baggage and the crazy breakdown that I had because there is beauty in the breakdown and there is beauty in an energy release and you can feel it just like when you cry on your yoga mat and you feel the postures and you feel something releasing or when you're talking to someone and your throat is all choked up and you're crying and you feel those tears and you feel that chakra opening up it's hard to just keep pushing it down and and telling it to shut up so if you feel like you there's a breakdown coming just do it just get it over with and do it because all day long I was thinking to myself something is gonna happen like I'm gonna break down I'm gonna do something stupid I'm gonna do something that makes me feel like I should just be admitted to a fucking psych ward at this point and like I know I say that a lot and it's kind of like a joke but at the same time it's not a joke guys like I have been feeling very manic and very insane because as a woman not getting your period for four months is not normal and you're that means that your body is kind of like breaking itself down and hormones are not in proper alignment with what's happening and I feel like since this crazy transition has been going on and now it's finally nearing the end and my iPhone was stolen this this episode is really awesome I think you're gonna like it because I kind of like go into detail with what's been going on and it's gonna help you kind of look at your life from a different lens and how I've been trying to look at my life in a different lens so let's just get right into it um please subscribe rate and review this podcast share it with a friend or family member um that's what keeps it thriving and sharing is caring and everyone needs to be heard and not feel alone and that's why this podcast exists so I hope you guys like this episode I'm sure I will be hearing from you soon and enjoy The past two weeks have been the ultimate test of my patience, my sanity, my mental and physical health. I left my home of three years and it was definitely more sweet than bitter, to be honest. But even though I'm in transition, I'm starting to feel grounded and centered. I have a lot to be grateful for. I mean, 
right now I do have a nice little room to call a temporary home with my cat who's right next to me um, and there's people in my life who care about me and I, I am very grateful for that um, it's strange though because my first day in Miami without my home that I had lived in for three years it made me look at the city in a new vulnerable way like I had new vulnerable eyes or something like that and I was so attached to that house that it was just such an awkward feeling and when I was running errands that last day of you know me having the keys I looked at, at the city in almost a scarier way and it makes sense because that day my phone was actually stolen um, but I'll get back to that. So it just makes me realize that no matter how chaotic life gets, the only choice that we have is to flow through the chaos. And everything else flows effortlessly when I can find myself flowing down that stream instead of just like constantly swimming against it. So when my life gets incredibly chaotic, I almost find it more manageable when I can switch my lens and like look at it, look at my life from from a gaming gaming perspective, like a gamer. Like when I can sit down and switch that stress grip and focus more on the plan of action rather than oh my god, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Um switching that grip it sort of eases my mind because it's not about the big picture it's about okay what can I do right now in order to fix this it's flight or fight mode and step by step play by play you know one thing at a time that's the only way that I can honestly get through high stress scenarios because it takes a toll on my body and I have to like be real with myself and I have to do things in a certain way because my body holds on distress like crazy like instantly so our ego will try and drag it out and make it seem impossible to get everything done it'll make it feel like you're not strong enough to get through it but you know when I look at what I'm going through right now and as a collective we have to kind of look at it from an from a higher level from a bird's view because we've all been through so much already that everything that comes to us good or bad is temporary drama jobs money everything so fortunately and unfortunately the good and the bad is temporary just like my living situation right now i am very grateful that i have a temporary room for a week or two and i you know i know that everything is temporary and i'm gonna find a home for me and my cat nar so i just need to be patient um I've decided to not let my dark shadow take over just as much and just throw my hands up and say, okay, but I'm going to put my good intentions and desires into this phase of my life as best as I can. And I'm not saying that having a dark shadow is bad. I'm just saying that I'm trying to find a balance because I feel like my dark shadow takes over much easier and I'm trying to find a better balance between my dark and my positivity. Um, with all my praying and energy, like it gets to a point that I have to surrender and just let it be. Um, and the more that I focus on what I don't have and what I need to see happen, 
then I'm going to focus on, you know, what I can do each hour, each day to make this transition comfortable and flow in a sensible way. So it's, it's okay to think in the bigger picture, but it's also very crucial to take it one thing at a time and one step at a time because that's how we're going to get shit done, to be honest. Um, slow and steady, baby steps, like, you know, and then with all of those little steps and baby steps, there's also going to be big jumps of faith that layer in there because you, you have to make jump, jumps of faith in order to make big changes. And the unknown is a, a scary place, but it's actually kind of liberating to jump into the unknown um, because not having having an expectation is in a way very liberating. So it's about finding that balance between all those three approaches to life stress. Um, you know, one thing I really do need to work on, though, is to chill out on filling my plate with so many projects and tasks and creative endeavors because it's overwhelming to the point that I'm getting panic attacks. And I have a lot going on, and it's it's a lot of good things that are going on, but it's still a lot. So like I'm planning my next CBD yoga retreat and I'm in the process of trying to save money for making that like that down payment for the deposit for the place and I'm still waiting for my tax return money to come in. It's like I've been waiting since April of last year to get my tax return and you know, it's really frustrating especially with what's going on in this in the government and having the government shut down and then open back up again like I seriously have no idea what's even going on sometimes because I don't watch the news but I'm really pissed off that I haven't gotten my tax return I mean it's it's just unbelievable honestly it's been almost a year it's fucking crazy but Along with that, I'm planning on going to Envision because I've been interning for them on the marketing team, but in the midst of all that, I'm actually trying to find a new home. I have half of my shit in storage. I have just what I need and my bed in this little room that I'm in for the next week, and I need to focus on finding a place to rent before I can really focus on my Envision plan. So it's it's just stressful, and I know that it's kind of dumb to be stressed out about that kind of stuff but like it really is when it comes to work and your home life and finding a place to live like these are big things and when they're all clashing together and it's all kind of like time sensitive that's what creates the anxiety right I mean if nothing was time sensitive then we wouldn't really be anxious about anything if we could just move as slow as we wanted and there is no dates and there is no contracts and there is no specifics then we wouldn't have anxiety I think anxiety stems from this lack of time that we feel like we don't have or just pressure from society so I think time has a lot to do with it but it's been challenging to really embrace the fact that I need to take one thing at a time because if I don't then I'm gonna create a panic attack so Um, While I'm manifesting a new permanent home, I'm also in the process of healing my emotional trauma and my mental health. And I feel like just the healing of trauma and mental health is a full-time job in itself. Like, how does someone handle doctor's appointments, trying to find a therapist, 
and multiple jobs and teaching and gigs and it's just wild I don't know how people do it um teaching yoga full-time definitely like keeps me going and it centers me like even on my most fucked up stressful day teaching legit straightens me out and centers me like I went in and did an hour meditation on my own um like when I teach I feel like I connect to another realm and I'm in a different headspace and the alternate highest self gab comes out for a nice appearance because I genuinely like step out of my mind step step out of my body and I connect to like my clairvoyance I guess but so that's been grounding me um I've also been healing my spurts of depression and anxiety mixed in with post-traumatic stress disorder and that's been a mission in itself because you know whatever we all have our issues but you know you're not alone I'm not alone you're not alone literally every human walking around is like a robot filled with info that they just want to dump out of their hard drive but can't our bodies are the vehicle and our souls and minds clash with it constantly and that's where we hold our trauma in our body which is like the computer and it's hard to go inside of our computer if we're not knowledgeable in that kind of stuff like if we're not a tech person then it's going to be hard to to go inside and fix a computer but if we start to pay attention to our thoughts and we start to you know be aware of our thoughts and our emotions then it's easier to dive in and to kind of thread anything out that is you know weighing us down but you know it's just it's crazy when when you think about how everybody is suffering like sometimes I walk around and I can sense the suffering and discomfort in someone just like instantly like yesterday when I was walking to go teach I enjoy that walk a lot because it's down Brickle and it's you know a really nice area it's business class it's money driven it's like the main street in the financial district of Miami but the people I pass by seem to be in a dark headspace and you know so was I I mean with all the moving and stress and all that so maybe it's easier for me to pick up on dark energy when I'm actually tuned into dark energy so I feel like when people resonate with each other it's because they are going through the same thing and subconsciously they are picking up on that kind of energy because without even knowing what that person's going through you can kind of tell where they're at in their life just by sensing like their eye contact the way that they're walking their energy that they hold so like yeah I just feel like as as a society you know everybody's going through whatever they're going through and the kind of energy they hold they're going to resonate with people even if they're strangers who hold that kind of that kind of energy and you know who knows but it's interesting to be aware as you're walking in public because instead of just hurrying by everybody and whatever and like looking at my phone I like looking around and seeing that I'm not the only one suffering. So like in a sick, twisted way, I kind of get off by looking around and seeing that other people are like deeply wounded. (laughs) I know that's fucked up, but I mean, we all are. Um, 
sometimes I feel like when I walk around, I like show my emotions way too heavily, which is why in the summer I'll always have my sunglasses on and headphones. And that's like my safety blanket when I'm walking around out outside or downtown or whatever. But literally every single person is suffering around you and vulnerability is the key to like connect with others who you think has no common interest with you like me walking down the street in my vans and my ala yoga leggings with my crop top and my leather jacket looking like a complete weirdo yogi hipster from you know an outside perspective of mine that's that's what I would kind of label myself as but it may not seem like I have much in common with like the dude in front of me walking with his briefcase and his salmon colored you know button-up shirt and his tailored pants and nice shoes but I could tell that he was suffering as well and he was alone and the way that he was walking and I even though I was walking behind him I could still sense that he was suffering maybe on different levels but the similarity of suffering is still there so let's take it back just a little bit and make myself a little bit more vulnerable and make you realize that as I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode, it might seem like I'm very calm and I have my shit together because of the way that I'm talking, but that's because right now I'm in my element, I have my tea, I have my cat next to me, I'm in my room, I got through the day, and each day, the past week has been crazy different, like the energy is wildly different each day so you know I could sit here and pretend that I'm positive and enlightened all day but in reality I've been tainted by confusion by irritability by anger by self-resentment like when life strings a series of unfortunate events in and out of life so consistently I don't know it just like makes my body feel like it's shutting down my my mind begins to shut down and even though I breathe I move I teach yoga I'm trying to really take up meditating and doing some more kundalini breathing and arm movements it doesn't make the layer of darkness within me like disappear um I have given up kind of on just bypassing that kind of stuff like my darkness and my chaos like I'm not trying to sit here and pretend that my life is perfect but I also don't like to be part of my like pity party I think it's healthy to be like oh fuck like things are going wrong and how am I gonna fix it instead of like oh it's all fine like everything will work out like that's spiritual bypassing I'm a realist And I like to be real with myself, like, okay, that was shitty, okay, that was shitty, all right, it could be worse, but I don't like to just bypass things anymore. I want to figure it out, I'm in my late 20s, I am not trying to just, like, bypass shit anymore and pretend that everything is fine and this is the way it's supposed to be and whatever, like, I'm fully embracing it and encoding every angle of the darkness through my soul like I've gotten 
remarkably good at finding comfort in the discomfort. And I'm not just talking about yoga. I'm not just talking about a hot yoga class that you have to find the comfort in the discomfort while you're holding warrior two and sweating and shaking. And that's completely different than finding comfort in really hectic and chaotic and unfortunate events in your life off the mat. Like stepping away from my warm, dark, comfort blanket of despair and pity hasn't been easy, but I I knew that I was kind of like barricading myself in my own pity. And although I feel like I'm allowed to have days like that, like, oh, woe is me, and you know, like, whatever, it's okay to have days like that, but it was becoming way too, too often. So I know that if I continue the pity party of the darkness, then the things I want and the things that I need to come in my life aren't going to come to me. And I'm not speaking about manifesting. I'm saying this from a health and wellness standpoint. So, like, with the chaos and the stress that's been going on in my life and maybe your life, maybe you've been going through a lot as well. Maybe you feel like your body has changed because I definitely feel like my body's changed in the last three months. It looks different. It feels different. There's good days. There's bad days. The bad days are really, really bad and the good days are so good that I want to like skip in the street and just show everybody that I feel so good and I want to run all the errands and I want to do all the things because I feel so good and I just want to be productive and be out and living life and then I realize like holy shit when I have a good day like that I completely drain myself because I was feeling so good and then I'm back at square one and you know the last three months so especially after healing my broken arm that changed my body and once November came around that was stressful for almost an entire three months because um the holidays and family and everything like that but even through like Ayurveda and a little bit of acupuncture and my natural healing regimes and all that I still feel like there's something missing from my mental state and my daily wellness practice sometimes so that's why I'm trying to like incorporate more kundalini and different things and different elements of movement and working out not just yoga Um, but maybe it was the dark energy that I felt from the house towards the end maybe it was a combination of of that and hormonal imbalances and the stress from toxic people and moving etc etc but my subconscious has been screaming at me to change the way that I react to things and it makes me just wonder like why can't I handle stress well why don't I have more of a quote-unquote yogic way of handling stress and then it just makes me feel like shit because I'm like okay well I'm not a I'm, I'm a phony I'm a fake I'm not I'm not a real yogi I get angry and I get bitchy and I get really irritable but I have to like give myself a break because we're all human and I'm sure that I'm not the only one feeling like that and I'm sure that I'm not the only dark yogi out there I mean sure there's a lot of fucking fluff out there on Instagram but I think there's a lot of of people that are real as well it just it's fucking sucks because like I feel like I'm not normal when I handle stress like it's a whole other side of me that I don't want anyone to see like maybe that's why I've been spending a lot of time alone 
because I don't want people to see me like this. Um, because I respect people, and I I don't want I don't want to put my my darkness on anyone else. But you know, it just seems like I'm the most irrational at at handling like high drama or stressful situations, like. The other day when my iPhone was stolen, I was at the grocery store shopping. This was after I had gone through my walkthrough at my house. I gave my landlord the keys. Went amazing. Perfect. Went grocery shopping and somebody took my iPhone right out of my cart when I was like in the in the produce section. So because I know I, I know I should not leave my phone in my cart. My purse was there, too, and the cart was right next to me. And somebody just took my phone, and that was it. And when that happened, a wave of anger and darkness literally settled right into me. And I was like, fuck, dude, are you kidding me right now? Like, like it's almost like the universe just, like, needed one last slap across the face just to, like, see if I was awake, you know. But... I was just like, holy shit, this is happening right now. My, my cart's full of groceries. I was ready to go check out, and now I have to, like, deal with this. Um, my reactions were not the most tamed, and I nearly had several panic attacks in the store, and the, the manager didn't give a fuck that my phone was stolen. Um, I left my cart there. I was like, dude, this is crazy. I called the cops. The cop came. She barely cared. And then I had to take the bus, uh, then walk, then take the train to downtown and then walk to the T-Mobile store. Like it was just literally like I surrendered and I was like, okay, this is what's happening. There is no way out. There is nothing that anyone is going to do for me. I have to just, like, get into fight or flight mode and, like, get this shit done. I need to go get a temporary phone. I need. I called my mom. She had to call T-Mobile. Like, it was just one of those days that is literally, like, the worst stress stupidity that, like, you just don't want to deal with. Like, phones and bills and that kind of shit. Like, oh, my God, who wants to deal with that kind of shit? All in the midst of you know, me having to find a place to live, but, you know, I somehow, you know, found a burner phone to use that day, and, um, I just needed that so I could get around, because I don't have a car, and I use Lyft, and, you know, we rely so much on our phones that it's kind of scary. It kind of settled in when I, when I felt my phone leave me, I was like, oh, wow, I really have a lot of pictures on there, photos, notes, um, just everything. But once I jumped over that big hurdle of the day with the phone, I connected to gratitude in any way that I could. And instead of me sulking and crying and walking downtown aimlessly, I decided to go walk to Equinox, use the sauna, breathe, you know, walk around Brickle a little bit. And it's really crazy how astonishing, like, some sweating and moving and stretching and breathing can do to your mood. Like, it can severely alter me when I'm in, like, the worst mood, the, the craziest chaotic day can turn into like, okay, I feel great, whatever, it, it'll all be fine. Movement and breath, guys. 
and sweating. Like we don't realize that that is the most natural antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication that we can give ourselves. And, you know, I can, I can still find a rope and pull myself back to sanity when I have like my certain healing regimes like walking and sauna and basically those are like the two main things that helps me and the sauna helps me with my inflammation and I I do that and I do the cold showers and like it's just it completely like rebirths me but um with all the things that have happened in the past week like I haven't fully surrendered because it it has gotten to the point that anxiety and panic settled in in a new layer within me because after all these crazy things that have gone wrong I almost expect something to go wrong now just because of how insane the past three months have kind of been but I know for sure that I'm beginning to think that this wave is nearing the end everything feels like it's starting to blow over and I think that my my iPhone being stolen the other day was the last universal punch across the face, like the last hurrah that the universe needed. Um, even the woman that I'm staying with said that maybe that happened because there was toxic energy in the phone and maybe that too had to be released. Um, I think that's honestly what it was because I began to think when that shit happened, like instantly... I was like, oh man, this this is some shitty karma that I deserve or because, you know, that I deserve that or something. Like, I, I just felt like the universe was fucking me over because I did something wrong. And that's not a positive way to look at things. Like, that's not a positive way to think in general. Like, when something goes wrong, instantly thinking that you deserve that shit, that is like making making things actually worse I mean yeah it's it's kind of like a realist way of thinking but I think it's actually doing more harm than good um I'm grateful that I have a safe space to stay at until I find a permanent home like that has been really saving me just by connecting to gratitude and even though I've been kind of irritable and high and low and up and down I I do have a nice cute little room um in the porch of this woman's house and it's got high ceilings and just enough space for my bed and for a few boxes and nar and all his stuff um I guess the only reason why I'm feeling a little off balance is because my cat is so like kind of cooped away in this room because there's a dog on the property and we don't want the cat and the dog to be around each other we just don't want to chance it but I feel bad for Nar because he's all set up with all his things and in this tiny room and but he he's even resorting to his rituals too like he sits in the window he he likes to do his his rituals um and I know I'm gonna find a spacious home for us both but I just have to be patient and it's okay to feel overwhelmed like that's that's one thing that I'm not trying to spiritually bypass like it's normal to feel overwhelmed. If I didn't feel overwhelmed right now and I just thought, oh, you know, I'm not gonna even try. Something will come to me. Like, that's not manifesting. That's just, like, psychotic, like, thinking. I don't know. But 
yeah, I do like the new scenery here and the atmosphere because yesterday I kind of just, I needed a day to heal after the crazy day that I had before that. So I like, I like the atmosphere here and how I can sit outside and write and use my computer. There's also a pool in the backyard, which is nice and a nice shaded lounge area and vintage furniture is all over the place. And there's several spots around that I can go and sunbathe and work on my computer or like record episodes. Plenty of space to do yoga and write and listen to music. So I do have that and like, I'm just so grateful for that. Um, instead of me feeling stuck, instead of you feeling stuck with whatever you're going through, shifting that stuckness feeling to gratitude literally can transform the way that our life is because even if life is really fucked up right now there's definitely three to five things that you can find gratitude for and when you focus on the things that you have gratitude for it's easier for you to find your flow again and I realized like just being able to work on stuff outside and read in the comfort of this woman's home has made me feel grounded and centered just that just those simple things doing laundry and hanging my clothes in the sun yesterday the simplest task made me feel like holy shit I got my shit together laundry and and hanging the clothes in the sun like the simplest things so even though all the unfortunate events have in a way like tainted my perspective of positivity It's easy for me to find gratitude here because there's sun therapy, I'm cleansing still, I'm organizing, I'm nourishing my body, I'm letting go of toxic energy. I'm trying to keep my my mind mentally clear, as clear as I can. And so, okay, to bring it full circle, to kind of like explain to you why I wanted to record this episode so much is because of the past few days I felt like my body was kind of like shutting down on me um each day the past few days has been extremely different energy wise it's crazy when when we have like a surprisingly amazing day after one of like the worst days of our lives same thing goes for yoga like one one day your practice might look absolutely amazing and you're flowing and your inversions are like you're holding your inversions for crazy amounts of time and then the next day maybe you're having trouble even like moving without falling or like just the easiest postures you're falling out of but yeah so like friday was awful i got through it awesome saturday was painful and it was a day full of healing and laundry and reading and sun therapy and blah 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 I also did a lot of praying that day and tried to internally surrender because I was in so much pain and inflammation in my body. So I prayed that I could heal my hormones and in return with healing my hormones, maybe that would help heal my mental state. But what I needed to do the most was just completely sulk in my emotions in order to refill my cup to teach two classes back to back, which was this morning. Um, today was, I think, the last universal test that I got slapped in the face with because 
I've seriously been considering going to the hospital because of how shitty I've been feeling for the past two days. Like, I'm well aware that my depression and my unstable moods are connected to my hormones and the fact that I haven't gotten my period, but I've been trying to get to the cause and not just heal the symptoms. I've been working really hard at healing my moon cycle, which is why I'm so shocked at what happened a little bit before I started recording this episode. But to take it back, it's funny because getting through the day today was really challenging. Like, the amount of pain that I was in was just out of control. And But now, as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at the day through a different lens, and it's through a gratitude lens. It's from an outsider looking in. They would see my life as being perfect. Teaching yoga, walking around, drinking green juice, using the sauna. It seems like the best day ever. And yeah, it was great, but getting through the day was the most intense because my body was inflamed the entire morning. And after I taught, um, my body literally felt like it blew up like a fish. My entire body was swollen. Um, I even wondered to myself, like, did I actually eat something that had gluten in it? Like, too much sodium? I was trying to backtrack and remember what I ate, and I was really confused. Like, just my mental fog, I, I felt, I felt like, just insane. So after I taught, I rushed to Whole Foods, I got green juices, I got water, and then it hit me even harder. My body began to, like, hurt even worse. Probably because I taught two classes in a row, but whatever, I usually do that anyways. So I walked six blocks to Equinox to use the sauna, and those six blocks were literally the most challenging six blocks I've ever walked. (laughs) Like, I felt like my body was filled with cement. Like, I'm not even joking, and my arms and my legs felt heavy and literally stuck as I was walking. And I was like, okay, this is not normal. Like, I haven't felt like this in a really, really long time, and I was, like, beginning to get very worried. My entire body felt like it was just going to collapse at any moment just because of the inflammation alone and because of how, how like, heavy my arms and legs felt. It hurt. It hurt to even, like, lift my leg to walk. So my mind was racing during this walk, and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I was literally on the verge of tears, and this is in public, so... I have no problem crying in public, but I looked like a crazy person walking and in pain. Um, But I was just like on the verge of tears thinking about how I can't find a doctor who actually cares and who actually is willing to help me fix my hormones. Like I went to the endocrinologist and he listened and did blood testing and he, he emailed me and said, your blood work looks all good. And that's literally all he said. And I was just, like, shocked because there's no fucking way that my my blood work is, quote-unquote, all good when I feel like this. So all these scenarios and all these thoughts were, like, draining through my head, so angry, so uncomfortable. And I knew that the way that I felt, that was not normal. And I was terrified, to be honest. Like, I thought to myself, literally, I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what the fuck else to do, and 
I was even thinking about DMing my friend who's a Reiki healer to see if she could try and bring my period on via Reiki energy channeling because I mean I've never done that with her before but it's gotten it's gotten to the point where I I feel like Reiki is the only option and I've been taking tinctures and herbs and supplements and all the things so so I felt like the walk was just battering me into the ground each step that I took because I'm just thinking oh my god but I've been doing everything right and going through the list of herbs and CBDs and all this fucking shit that I've been putting into my body with the intention of getting my period and nothing has been working so I kept thinking to myself maybe I should just check myself into the ER and see if they will actually help me like I've I've been doing a lot of um research about healing holistically and a lot of the info that I've been reading is about being deficient in a micronutrient so I'm I'm like thinking that maybe I am deficient in like something that that maybe my endocrinologist wouldn't test for like it could be something very simple and that could be throwing off our mood our depression like we don't realize that our body is a machine and if the gut and the mind are connected then doesn't it make sense if something is biologically off, like a level of a nutrient or a vitamin or something, that that could affect the mind as well? I mean, it is like connected. So that was what I was really focusing on. And I was like, okay, I think that's why I need to like check myself in the ER because maybe they'll do some like crazy blood tests that my endocrinologist didn't do. But I kept asking myself, if is checking myself into the hospital the best thing that I could do? Like, I don't know, because I the last thing that I want is to go to a hospital and then be like, oh, you can't get your period. Here's some birth control. I'll literally like just feel like I need to get put into a fucking psych ward if somebody tells me to take birth control ever again. I'll just I'll like literally sit there and laugh like a psycho. Sometimes I really feel like I should be admitted to a psych ward. <laughs> like, I don't even fucking know. Um, after using the sauna, though, and the cold showers and shit, in between, my emotions really, like, started to get the best of me because I started to feel like, oh, my God, my body, like, it's so inflamed, and I just let it happen, and I emotionally collapsed. And I cried, I weeped on the shower floor in my towel, and I was just begging God to help me, like literally. I'm trying to paint the picture for you guys so you can see that there is beauty in the breakdown. There is. Like, I hadn't broken down like this in years. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm explaining it, like, low-key, but, like, if somebody were to be looking in on me during today they would be like wow this bitch is fucking nuts but it's it's all worked it worked out this is why I'm telling you this story just keep listening so I cried I was praying to God and and speaking out loud and I I felt like I was dying like in this this is how I've been feeling for the past week. I've been feeling like my body was slowly dying, literally. Like, I hadn't been feeling like this in years. Um, I begged God to help me bring my moon cycle on, and I just, 
allowed this huge tidal wave of emotions to just like wash over me and drown me so after after that emotional cleanse that I did um I got up I got my shit together I showered got dressed I felt better but you know I felt very depleted just from that emotional you know let go and I was planning out the email in my head in my lift that I was going to send to my Reiki friend about how I needed some serious help to bring my moon cycle on because my plan was if I didn't get my moon cycle in the next few days then I was gonna check myself into the ER um so anyways I got back to the house that I'm temporarily staying at and I thought to myself I should just record a podcast episode like it'll make me feel better I made some tea I got dressed I unloaded my bags I um I went to go use the restroom and lo and behold what did I discover I got my moon cycle. The last time I got my moon cycle was in early November. It's now early February and I am just shocked that on this day, the day that I was finally going to surrender and check myself into the fucking ER, I finally got the period that I've been waiting for since November. I just, I have to step back and think, wonder and and just really like double check it and be like wow the fact that I allowed myself to emotionally collapse and just let that floodgate of emotions flow through me and I released what needed to be released is that what I needed to do in order for my body just to let go and bleed like I think we're truly in control of our bodies and today is a huge example and testament of how powerful thoughts and manifestation is when it comes to like healing our own body and this goes right in line with placebo effects and intentions and taking supplements and herbs with intentions not just taking them because other people are taking them like like when you put something in your body you have an intention and like I feel like from the moment I woke up today I had the intention that I needed to get my period. Like, I, I I, had it. I had it with the universe. I had it with my body. And I said, I need to get my fucking period. Oh, and also, take it back a little bit. After I taught today, I went to my friend Devin. I went to her acupuncture room that's in the spa. And she did, like, 15 or 20 minutes of acupuncture on me. So I also feel like that helped a lot. Because she did, um, she put the needles in my stomach and in my ankle and feet, which is for spleen and I think liver or kidney. And I think it really helped with, with the stomach needles too, because that helps with bloating and I think that helps with hormones and holy shit, I just think, wow. Because last week I did that too, so two Sundays in a row, the acupuncture, I feel like that really helped bring it on. But it's a combination of things. And I think that the combination of doing the things and thinking the things and writing out in my journal that I need to get my period and making this thought come into my head like, oh my God, if I don't get my period, I'm going to go to the ER. Like, I kind of had to embrace the worst case scenario. And by, by surrendering to the worst case scenario of, you know, 
let's say I just didn't get my period for another few days and I, I felt like shit still, I would have checked myself into the ER or I would have made another doctor appointment. Like, I would have had to, like, go to the next level. But I I surrendered and I was like, you know what? I don't know what else to do. Maybe Reiki, maybe ER. I don't fucking know. This is it. And I just definitely feel like we need to be more aware of how we're how we're talking to our body and the intention that we have with our bodies and I just really felt like I needed to share this story because when I look back at the last three months the amount of chaos I've endured has to be why I wasn't getting my moon cycle like some sort of shift has had to happen now that I'm getting it because I think my body was just in fight or flight mode and really like holding and grasping and scared and now I'm not as scared and I I definitely feel like this transition is helping me heal my body and I just wanted to share with you guys the whole story of what I've been going through and just the past week of the ups and downs and the body and the emotional stuff and it's all connected so before you think nope I'm just crazy or I I need to be put on antidepressant or Xanax or whatever try to do a little bit of searching and digging within your own biology first like go get some tests done get get your blood tested get um, an allergy test get your hormones tested like try to heal the body first and then I feel like the mind will follow but if there's some biological deficiency or like imbalance then it's gonna be really hard to fix that if you fix the mind first it just doesn't really make sense to me like obviously yes you need to be in like a good state of mind and be positive and do your yoga and your breathing and your meditating if that helps but I think that before we go and say oh my god I'm depressed I have this I have that I'm bipolar this PTSD before we start labeling ourselves all these things I think that we need to like stabilize our gut and our blood and our our nutrients and our our hormones because these things have everything to do with like our thyroid and the way that we hold stress and literally like my body was not gonna give me my period until I made some crazy shift happen and like I've only been in this house for what two or three nights and I got my period and today was the most painful and intense day that I've had and I broke down and that beautiful vulnerable breakdown that I did on my own paid off and I feel like we need to allow ourselves to feel we deserve to feel because in order for us to make that energy shift in our body I think that we need to collapse sometimes we need to surrender and we need to get on our knees and beg and and plead and talk to God and and embrace the worst case scenario and that's what surrendering is I mean to me like surrendering is like okay the worst thing that could happen if that happens awesome I'm gonna get through it that's surrendering so when it rains it fucking pours just remember that and you're not alone and the clouds are gonna start clearing up everything is temporary surrendering is necessary 
the breakdown is necessary every breakdown is beautiful and it's just opening up a new channel of acceptance and clearing out toxic space so that we can invite a new scenario and new energy into our life and leave the bullshit behind thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode of the vibe within podcast thank you for tuning in and listening and sharing your energy sharing your space um i love seeing you guys screenshot and let me know like what you're doing when you're listening to my podcast because like my life is podcast i'm always listening to something and it's really fun to see what you guys are up to when i'm playing in, in your life um If anything resonated with you during this episode, feel free to reach out, DM me, you can email me, any questions, concerns. If it's a long DM, just email me because it's really easy for me to go through my emails rather than long DMs. Um, Right now I have a burner phone, but I'm getting my new iPhone shipped to me tomorrow. Yay. I'm not sure when I'm going to be posting this episode, but by then I'll have a new phone and yeah i'll be back on the iphone shit um yeah so subscribe if you enjoy my podcast because the more subscribers we have the easier it is for newer podcasts to rise to the surface it's not like followers it's just that spotify and itunes especially they're the ones that makes new podcasts sort of float up to the surface so the more subscribers means the more exposure And the more ratings that we get and the more reviews that I get, um, that's what actually helps the podcast thrive as well. So leave me a five-star review if you're feeling it. It's super easy in iTunes. And if you have a couple of extra minutes, write me a little review on iTunes. Um, Leaving iTunes reviews is literally like the most important key of it all because when somebody goes on my podcast on iTunes and they're like, okay, who is this bitch? Gab Cohen, Vibe Within when they start looking at the reviews and the ratings then that's gonna make them feel like oh okay this girl's cool i can trust what she's saying all right cool 100 reviews awesome 150 ratings sweet i'm gonna go take a listen and then that's how it works so we want um the more people to hear everything and just to feel not alone that's literally why i'm doing this podcast um It's also therapeutic for me, but I really enjoy just connecting with you guys, and I hope that my stories and my scenarios and my chaos can be looked at in a light way and just make you feel like you're not alone with whatever you're going through. So um, until next time, thanks for tuning in, and we will hang out soon. See ya.